welcome to the Good Fail podcast, a guide from creatives on not giving up. I'm Merle, illustrator and founder of card and stationery company Merle Made Tales. And I'm Abra, writer, actor and hand letterer. We're bringing you a different perspective on what it looks like to succeed in the creative business and life in general, as we navigate our own lives as creators and the struggle to keep going in the face of apparent failure. Every episode, we'll be delving deeper into our darkest fears surrounding failure and learning that we can not only survive failure, but succeed at it as well. So come join us doing the good fail. We want to give a regular shout out to the patrons who are supporting us to make this show and do the good fail. The value of what you offer us is so utterly breathtaking in its scope. If you want to join us on Patreon, then you can do so by visiting www.patreon.com forward slash the good fail. And a heartfelt thank you to Benj and Anna, who have already done just that. Now, on with the show. Hi! Today we're bringing you the final episode of the current series and taking a look back at some of the topics we've discussed over the last year, asking how we can put what we've learnt into practice. But first, how have we been failing this week? We are bringing you another joint failure because we just seem to be doing them all together at the moment. We really do. (laughs) Um, No little individual fails. My failure is your failure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we've been working on a calendar for 2020 to 2021 together. Um, If you don't know, Merle has her own... um, stationary illustration business called Mm -hmm. Mermaid Tales Mm -hmm. and every year for the last few years you've been bringing out a calendar yeah this maybe is the fourth one yeah fourth calendar you've been bringing out and um I usually come on board to do some of the lettering for the months but like this year and last year as well I've taken more of a collaborative role and I've done some hand lettering um, to go with the pictures for each month. Yeah, we've picked some nice quotes to have in the calendar and Abra's hand lettered them for me, which is such a nice collaborative process and that's always one of my favourite times of the year to be yes. working on that together. So that's been really fun. Yeah. <laughs> but yesterday, only yesterday, we had a massive fail. It felt... Super frustrating, um, uh, and it is super frustrating. We, um, you know, we do, both of us do our, the the work that we create is all, like, analogue. I don't know. Hand <laughs> done. All hand yeah. done. So I don't do any of my lettering on, like, an iPad or whatever. I just, I do it on a piece of paper with yeah. um, an ink pen, and... Mal, you're the same. You do all your pictures on watercolour paper with paintbrushes yeah. and watercolour. So we scan it into the computer and then we put it together using Affinity. Or, well, Mal does most of that, but I 
have been helping out anyway we were doing it together yesterday um i was it got to the bit mal has got the pictures on there fine is then when we've gone to put the lettering over the top that everything has gone it didn't go not that it went hideously wrong <laughs> yeah we were just trying to do something that in the end was taking us way too long and we weren't getting the exact results that we'd wanted yeah you know when you're just like look let's just try all we need to do is just to like to to try a little bit different something a little bit different just keep going for another like five minutes like another 10 minutes like another 15 minutes and we're gonna get this absolutely perfect yeah maybe if we just tweak this bit here and yeah. tweak that bit then it'll work and basically we ended up doing that for the entire day yeah um thinking that we were at any moment gonna stumble <laughs> across you know perfection yeah um, and it just didn't happen until at the end of the day, we just had to admit defeat and just go, this, this isn't working. Yeah. <laughs> and we had literally spent the whole morning. If you think we've got 12 calendar images to, to do this whole process with, and we'd spent the whole morning on one image, got it looking kind of okay. Like we thought, yeah, that looks that looks good we'll leave that yeah and then we went to the second image and went to the entire process and got like then the whole afternoon was spent doing that one and we didn't even come close to making that look like no you know being happy with it and that's when we we're finally like you know we've taken so long on this this is not looking how we want it to i think we're gonna have to just do it another way we're gonna have to find a different way of doing this yeah um and so realising at that point that we'd spent the whole day on something that was now, we're going to have to just completely abandon. We're going to not only have to undo the work we'd done on the first <laughs> image, <laughs> um, it was then, then we'd spent the whole rest of the day doing something that was not usable. Yeah. Um, really frustrating. Super frustrating. And, you know... I've, uh, through this whole process we've always classed just completely giving up on something yeah the actual failure yeah and we really did have to go yeah this is just not working yeah this is a failure yeah <laughs> object objectively this is definitely a failure. <laughs> yeah and i think the 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 one kind of silver lining to the whole thing was that I think we can kind of get our success for the week out of it as well. Yes. Um, because... <laughs> it's hard work, but we can do we it. We can get there. Because I think... So, I, I mean, particularly because I work part-time. So, I've only got, like, Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday to work on our creative stuff. To work on this podcast work on like collaborative projects like the calendar yeah. to do my own thing like finding auditions or doing my own writing or whatever um it does feel like I do put a lot of pressure on those days to get all the work done that yeah. needs to get done um and so so often if one of those days is a slight write-off for whatever reason I, most of the time I get super frustrated with myself and feel yeah. like, oh, what a waste. Like, I can't believe I've just wasted this whole day. Yeah. Like, we've only got these three days a week to work on stuff. Um, 
And anyway, yesterday, amazingly, I think both of us managed to take that step back yeah. from the process and be like, we just have to accept that this is the creative process. And sometimes you do spend a lot of time and effort on something and it doesn't work It doesn't out. work. And actually, if we hadn't spent all that time doing it, um, if we'd just gone right at the beginning of the day, you know what, that sounds really hard and sounds like it feels like it's going to take us a long time. So let's just let's just go with the simpler... Go with plan B. Plan yeah. B. And not, not try out plan A. I think we would have got... We'd have got to the end and we'd have been... Maybe if we just maybe if we just worked on it for a little bit, we could have get it got it looking good. Yeah, and there would have always been that kind of mm, no. Did we just settle? Yeah, because we were too lazy to try and yeah, um, do you know, try something different? Yeah, and be a bit more adventurous. Um, so I think it was kind of valid that we took that time to realize that that wasn't gonna work. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And I think it doesn't happen often that you get that moment of clarity mm. of like, yeah, oh, hang on a second, I can see this for what it is. And it's okay that we spent that time on it. Um, and we just have to accept it that, you know, that's the way it is. I mean, yeah. that just so rarely happens to me. Yeah. Um, oh my God, like <laughs> hardly ever. Like I say, most weeks and I get to the end of the week and I feel like there's maybe been a day or something where I haven't. Um, got everything done that I wanted to I just feel so much resentment towards myself yeah so I don't know why this particular incident you know enabled us to to experience <laughs> yeah that um, but it's certainly a feeling that I would like to have more often um, around failure yes. and it's why we're doing this podcast in the first place mm -hmm. That, that feeling is what I want yes. when I do have a fail. And I do wonder if it is partly because we had a fairly um, good plan B. Yeah. That probably helps. I think that probably helped because we knew if we didn't have a good plan B and we knew that we were back to square one mm. with working out what we were going to do, it may have been harder to accept. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but that doesn't take away from that feeling, like I was saying, that I just really, really want to cultivate in my life mm. for when things go wrong. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Don't want to take anything away from that. That's definitely yeah. got to be a win. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we have to keep that in mind. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's uh, move on to the main topic we want to discuss with you today. Mm-hmm. Um, how do we feel about the good fail now that we're three series in? That's a big question. Kind of, yeah, maybe we should break it down we a little We should break bit. it down, yeah. <laughs> so over the last three series, um, we have, have discussed a wide range of thoughts and issues about our perspective on success and failure. Yeah, we have. And I think it's kind of quite nice that it's, circled around to about a year since we started or we released the first yeah so yeah so that's why we thought it was a nice time now to kind of have a bit of a look back yeah and one of the things we realized was that as we've been talking through these topics we've 
really started to understand how fundamentally ingrained in our way of thinking that this perspective is. Yes, this, our perspective on failure and success. Yeah. yeah. Particularly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it's not something that is really easy to shift. No, because it's really come from, a, well, a mixture really, but um, definitely a lot of outside messaging. Yes, from social media and just life, society, the media, a whole load of things. Mm -hmm. Um, And obviously you're always bombarded with those things, so it's kind of hard to to get out of that. It's hard to get away from it. But then also, you take on these messages and then the inner voice gets to work. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, If you listen to our last episode, you'll know that we were talking about this idea of the inner critic or the inner chatterbox that's just inside us constantly feeding us negative um, thoughts and ideas and um, just useless, annoying little interjections about ourselves yes which inevitably we take on we take on or can do if we're not aware of it yes exactly most of the time um growing up or whatever you're not aware of it and then maybe at some point you slowly start to realize that you're taking on a lot of this negativity and it's a lot from this inner voice that is telling you how rubbish you are at something or how you shouldn't go for what your dream your dreams or whatever because you're gonna make yourself look stupid yeah so basically all of that means that our views on um success and failure and how that relates to our life and or translates into our lives i guess um is a really hard cycle to break yes because it's not just something we've woken up and decided oh i'm going to think of it like that it's something that we've unconsciously taken on you know right from the beginning uh and formed over years and years and had it just um conditioned into us basically yeah and so that now everything everything that we look at and everything that we think just confirms those ideas yes um but you know maybe now is the perfect time to be having this conversation yeah i think so the world has definitely gone into this kind of strange stasis Mm-hmm. when plans have been put on hold or have had to be drastically changed. Yeah. Um, lives have been uprooted. You know, people have been left with nothing. And there isn't always the usual support network around us because we have been forced to isolate from loved ones. Yeah. I mean, it's really like a, a, a Petri dish. Of- yeah. Or a crucible for just things. Yeah, exactly. Those for for us to be feeling in a state, or low state, vulnerable state, um, hiding under the duvet state. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Um, um, and I wanted to bring in. We wanted to bring in a, a quote that we saw on. Tara Moore's Instagram account now. Tara Moore, if you did listen to last week's episode, was the woman who wrote the book 
um, where we took the idea of the inner critic from. Yes, we did recommend Playing Big is the book that she wrote. Yes. um, We absolutely love in the middle of reading. Um, But she also has a great Instagram account. She does have a great Instagram account and there was a really good um, quote from her on there, which I just think perfectly sums up what we've just been talking about, Mm -hmm. um, where she said, it's too easy to call this chaos. And basically what she meant, um, I think we'll link this post at the end in our show notes Mm -hmm. um, on our website, because I think I do encourage you to go and actually read her words <laughs> yeah. rather than uh, perhaps uh, my kind of bumbled interpretation <laughs> of it um but relating it to what we've just been saying mm. she was really saying it's quite easy for us to say wow the world has just gone completely crazy yeah this is absolute chaos how did this happen this it's been turned upside down it's been turned upside down all this kind of language which um, I have been hearing for sure. I have been hearing. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I can't remember all the things I've said. I'm pretty sure yeah. I've used the same language for myself. Sure. Yeah. Um, and it's just a very easy way out for us to, um, yeah, not take the responsibility on, which she was pointing out was actually ours to take on. Yeah. Which as as a world at large, as a world not, at large, not, not the individual. Um. <laughs> was that actually what is happening now is an inevitable result of the world that we have created up until this point. Yeah, this is exactly... I think she said something like, this is exactly where we should be. Yes. Um, This is the logical result of everything that has happened up until now, where there is huge inequality in the world and issues have been kind of shoved under the doormat. Or the carpet, or yeah. whatever that analogy is. Yeah, and basically humans have not been putting humans first. Yes. It's not, there's not been, the world has not been run with compassion for other human beings, with understanding, with love, with, you know, um, with joy, I don't know. Yeah. Um... Tara Moore says it better. Tara Moore says it better, which is <laughs> yeah. why we say go and we'll link it in our show notes and you should go yeah. and read the post. Um, but there's definitely a relation between that and what we're talking about in that this is the time to be making these kinds of changes. Yes. It's like we inevitably, this is how we are feeling now. We're feeling very powerless. We're feeling kind of out of our depths. We're feeling this huge amount of despair. Mental health, you know, depression and anxiety is really, really prevalent yeah. right at this time. And it's like, it should be. It's this is, the, this is the right moment to be feeling this. We should be feeling this. Yes. And this is kind of like like you say maybe the the crucible that we need yes and this is so this is the moment that is really important that Mm. maybe we should start looking at you know raising our vibration whatever you want to call it um doing something like the good fail doing something like the good fail looking at those that social messaging that we have been Mm -hmm. given our whole entire lives 
Um, actually, maybe now is also a good point to bring in that I've been reading Little Women recently, mm. um, which is a, such a great book. And I'm not going to go into a long rant about how how much I've been enjoying reading mm. it. But it really struck me um, because obviously I can read it and go, wow, women were so um, in such a worse off position than we are now. Mm. Um, all these expectations that they had on them to be these perfect wives, because that is how, don't want to make a spoiler for those who haven't read it, but um, that is kind of how the story of Little Women goes, is that it's about how these four sisters... Um, are trying to be these perfect women who then get married and have children. Mm. And it really struck me that actually that messaging for men and women has not changed in hundreds of years. Mm -hmm. And that is just one example of the type of social messaging we're getting um, of what we should do as humans and how when we're not succeeding at that particular thing, we might feel like failures. Yeah, and so maybe it's time to change that. And so maybe after all that, it, <laughs> that little little ramble, which we did not plan, so I was kind of looking at me like, why are you, you're bringing this up now? Why? <laughs> uh, but yes, um, yeah. we need to look at the social messaging and make changes and yeah. ask what's right for us in this day and age. And have something like the good fail to draw upon. Yes, the good fail. <laughs> So, how can that good fail toolbox help us with, like, the world basically ending? Oh, my God. Yes. We're in such a scary time right now. Yes. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, we've always, I guess we've always said from the beginning, and we've always felt from the beginning, that we wanted the good fail to be kind of like a toolbox of resources mm -hmm. that we could draw upon in difficult times. <laughs> and... Um, Generally, we were talking about it being to draw upon when we were feeling immense pressure about failing. Yeah. Um, but I think we can also extend it to the world at large. Yeah. You know, to global pandemic. Yes, Why not? Exactly. Um, I think it's definitely hard when you're in the middle of a depressive dip or you're suffering from um, and experiencing anxiety it can be really, really hard slash impossible to imagine that there's anything that's going to make a difference. Yeah. Uh -huh. Let alone, mm -hmm. like, some imaginary toolbox mm -hmm. <laughs> of resources. Yeah. Um, it's something that we really learnt from doing this is that it does take courage to stand up against our current assumptions how much yeah. easier is it to just go on the way we are than to struggle to make those changes? Even when we know, like, absolutely in our bones, know that it's going to make our lives 100% better Yeah, by struggling to make those changes. Yeah, I think a nice metaphor, which has just come to my head now, I'm sure I've heard it in a TED talk before. Yeah. Um, is that we think we're paddling with the tide. Yeah. Or with the current rather, not the tide. Um, and that when we change, make a change, it's, we kind of see it like, oh God, we're going to have to like 
paddle against the current at this rate, yeah. you know, doing this, making this change. And actually, we've got it the wrong way around. Actually, at the moment, we are, it so, feels so hard because we are struggling against the current. And yeah. actually, when we turn the boat round, it'll suddenly be, it'll suddenly like, be like, so much yeah. easier. But we don't know that because we're stuck in this thing that we yes. think we're going the same way as the current. And we're not people. And actually, it'll be easy to make that change. But even while we've been doing this podcast, we have mostly not been following our own advice. Yeah, we have really struggled. This is kind of like confession time. We've been going on at you for like a year, like do all this stuff. Like we've been trying all this stuff and it's so great. Um, And yeah, it is great the few times we've done it. Yeah, and we've seen how much easier it is. <laughs> yeah, and how much better our lives feel and how good it feels to be doing the stuff that we're suggesting. Um, and then actually, most of the time, we don't because we just, it just feels like it's going to be easy just to carry on the same way and to not, like, you know, disrupt the boat. Like you say, change direction. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we haven't actually been been following a lot of our advice for that mm-hmm. very reason mm-hmm. um, so we understand <laughs> we understand why it can feel so hard impossible impossible sometimes. yeah um but you know that is also okay yes right so we don't want to make it sound like oh god now i've got to feel really guilty about um finding this difficult, finding this difficult when yeah. actually it should be so easy oh my god I'm just like thinking about this the wrong way no <laughs> the other thing that you've got to remember is that it's okay um that most of the time you're not doing it <laughs> yeah like T- Tara Moore said we are where we're meant to be right yeah. now yeah exactly and that um the first thing about participating in the good fail and practicing the good fail methodology if there is one <laughs> there definitely is a methodology yeah you just need to look at our guys <laughs> yeah <laughs> but you know um anyway one of the things you've got to do first if you want to start doing the good fail is to unlearn the word perfection no don't beat me i know one of the hardest (laughs) things to do right (laughs) yeah but it's true nothing we do will ever be perfect yes even failing what yes we can't do a perfect fail perfect fail there is no such thing (laughs) no (laughs) it's okay to not be doing very well at making changes to your life yeah but it's also okay to try yes um and one of the other fundamental little bits of kit we have in our toolbox is this idea of perseverance which Mm -hmm. seemed so obvious that we didn't even talk about it until series till this series yeah (laughs) um and it's the it's the idea that at the good fail if you haven't given up you haven't failed yeah and the only the only thing you need to do to succeed is to not give up on something 
unless giving up is the only answer yeah exactly there are places there are points where you know you just have to objectively fail and that's fine yes (laughs) um but that's all you have to do to persevere at making changes even when that is a struggle even when you're not doing it that well that well what other tools do we have in our box hmm well to be able to persevere at something we need to know what it is and to own it this is something that came up right near the beginning of our Goodfell journey on this podcast. Yeah, series one. Yeah, and um, might have been like episode two or three or yeah. something. Um, is giving ourselves permission to do and be what we most want. Yes. Um, and once we've given ourselves permission to then own it and be that thing. Yeah. So, e.g., maybe we want to get better at doing the good fail. Yeah. You might, just, you know, you might do. Just something that you could be interested in. Um, you could want to become an amazing sourdough baker. Yeah. I think there are a lot of people out there who have made that their ambition. <laughs> yes. Um, this if Instagram year. is to be believed. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, maybe you want to launch your dream side hustle. Yeah. Um, or, you know, alternatively, maybe you want to do nothing more than actually do nothing. Yeah. Except maybe eating some pizza and watching true crime. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of true crime. <laughs> there's a lot of true crime out there. You could do that for a long time and yeah. not do any repeats. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, whatever those things, wh- whatever it is, what that you, that is most fundamental and like it's inside you that you just want to want to do yeah be okay with talking about it say it out loud give it a name give it a name give it a voice yeah and i think in the episode um that this came up in we really talked about saying you know for me i am an illustrator or Mm -hmm. For you, I am an actress or yeah. a writer. And that has a lot of power and is the starting point to you actually doing and being what you want. Yes. Um, and once you've said it out loud and once you've given yourself permission to be that thing. So for me, there was there was always a lot of shame around saying out loud. I'm an actress or I'm a writer Hmm. because it seems it still seems kind of stupid to want to be that when the whole the narrative that's out there is it's so hard to be a writer it's so hard to get any work as an actor you know like 95% of actors are out of work at any one time Mm -hmm. or whatever um to say out loud to somebody oh I want to be an actor seemed to for me was like an inevitably inviting someone to think oh my god she's so stupid for thinking that she is yeah. an actress yeah. wants to be an actress that's like such a pipe dream yeah um so um which is why owning something is so like just owning it to yourself is so vital yeah because ine- inevitably that what that person who is maybe is standing there going mm-hmm. um she's deluded yeah doesn't realize that just by saying it out loud mm. Is the first step to you being that thing. Yeah. And not being deluded at all. Yeah. 
But inevitably, when we come into contact with the outside world, Mm -hmm. with these precious, delicate, beautiful dreams... (laughs) Yes. (laughs) um, And this idea of who uh, and what we want to be is that the outside world is is going to make us doubt that we have made valid choices. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Exactly what we've just described. And so we're going to need another thing that we've talked about Mm -hmm. in this episode, not this episode, this series, which is resilience. Yes. And by that, we do not just mean getting a thicker skin. Yeah. Toughing it out. Yeah. Um, You know... Um, being strong. Yeah, putting on a brave face and then going home and bawling. Yeah. Um, for us, that doesn't... That's not the really the resilience that we're talking about. Although there definitely is um, validity in being able to, you know, keep calm and carry on. Yeah. Um, or, yeah, or, or though that kind of saying and that kind of um, idea. Ethos. Yeah. Um, what we really mean is being kind to yourself. Yeah. Actually doing things which are actually going to help you, help sustain you rather than burn you out and, and in the end make you more likely to give up on something because you just can't take the pressure of not crumbling. Yeah. Um, yeah, being honest with where you are at every, any given moment. Yeah. Um, so... It was it last week or the week before when you're talking about affirmations and mm-hmm. deciding on the right affirmation for you. Maybe one day you can wake up and go, yeah, I'm so confident. Um, I can do anything. And maybe the next day you wake up and you just really don't feel that. And it kind of hurts to even say those words. Yeah. Maybe you can say to yourself, I am working towards feeling that way. Yeah. Yeah. So being honest with where what you're feeling and and yeah really knowing what you're feeling and understanding that as well oh in fact I think I've just skipped over <laughs> really kind of blithely skipped over actually our next point which is knowing yourself better yeah will help will help us to um be resilient build that kind of resilience where you are kind to yourself and honest with yourself and you're able to be kind of open and vulnerable about it. Yeah. Um, because you've accepted those sides of yourself that maybe are not the sides of yourself which you would usually want to share with the outside world or even with yourself. Yes. So knowing yourself and knowing those parts of yourself is really important. Um, yeah. And so every time we have that, light bulb moment about how we work best um every time that we hear ourselves say oh hey that's why why I react like that in these circumstances yeah um those those nuggets we can use to help help ourselves no to help us help ourselves better. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, which, which is why you, which is why you do something like the good fail, and is to kind of understand yourself better. Is to make those realizations about yourself. Yes. I mean, I can't tell you the amount of revelations I've had about myself over this process. Yeah. Um, just reading 
reading some of the books that we've recommended on this show before or some of the magazines or a little article, anything. Yeah, anything can be a trigger Yeah, like a little, little moment where you go, oh my God, that's me. Yeah, that's why. That's how I feel. Yeah, and all those moments are really valuable for you. Yeah. If you can, if you can hold on to them. And it's not, obviously it's not always easy. Like we say, we've fallen into a pattern of behaviour or a way of being. And it isn't easy just to snap out of it and change. Um, yeah. But when we can accept what we're doing and why, and when we can put into action some of the things we've learned, we can change and grow more effectively. Yes, exactly. Um, and become better, happier people, hopefully. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, I don't want to put a spanner in the works, though. <laughs> but doesn't that sound like an awful lot of effort? <laughs> yes, uh, it is. It does. <laughs> so much effort. Why? <laughs> please, please don't make me. Yeah, there are some days when I wake up, it's like, why did we start this good fail? <laughs> I wish I was just living in ignorance. Yes. Ignorance is bliss. As could just the saying goes, miserable. Yes, could not. Yeah, just could just feel miserable and not have to give myself a pep talk and kind of pull myself out of it. Yeah, mm, I don't have to do that. Why? Why do I have to think of good, intelligent words? <laughs> I just want to just crumple in a pile and um, and not think of any words. Um, just live in misery. Um. It's always going to be one step at a time. I think is the answer to that. Yeah. Um, practice, practice, practice. Practice makes perfect, I guess. But in this case, practice makes imperfect. Maybe it's a... Yeah. <laughs> perfectly imperfect. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Um, some days are going to seem... Some days are going to seem easier than others. If we haven't demonstrated that by now, I don't know what <laughs> what, what can. <laughs> Um, because sometimes we come on here to talk to you guys and we're like, this is what we've done, which is so good about, you know, we've done this, let's to do the good fail, we've really succeeded at this, we've done this, we've done this. Um, we've had, sometimes we've had like so many objective successes, like mm. we feel really good about ourselves and literally then the next week we come on here and we're like, have a massive downer. We're on a massive downer. Yeah. We don't, we just like feel like what's it, why is it worth carrying on with this? I don't believe in anything we're saying anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. And actually, while we were joking about, oh, just wanting to sometimes live in blissful ignorance and just be miserable. Yeah. Um, actually, what I have found is that um, having worked through the good fail, when I have woken up on those days where I feel absolutely miserable. Yeah. Um, it's actually helped because I've realised how I'm feeling and then I've given myself permission to feel that way mm -hmm. and not feel guilty about yeah. feeling that bad while also knowing how to get myself out of it a little yeah. bit better, which has then made the misery a bit easier <laughs> to bear. Yeah, so we've, we've talked uh, on, um, on this podcast about positivity and yes. cultivating a positive mindset um, and the power that that and the power have. yeah the power of positivity and it's conversely it's also something which I've really struggled with like 
this is the positive mindset is one of the things that I've most wanted to give up on. Definitely, because <laughs> there are definitely times you're like, you just don't want to be positive. Uh, yeah, no, like, no, just shut up. Just do not even mention that word positive, or I'm gonna like really punch you in the face. <laughs> yeah, um, go away with your positive affirmations. Yeah, yeah, and your positive attitude that everything is gonna work out. It's not gonna work out. I'm gonna feel like this forever. Okay. Um, and so it's conversely one of the things that I've really struggled with, but it's one of the things that I think, like you say, actually really is important and really, really helps. <laughs> yes. Because I think because like when we talked about resilience, not being this black and white, being resilient is being strong and not showing any emotion. Yeah. Actually, no, being resilient is being vulnerable and feeling that yes positivity is the same it's not being positive all the time yes it's not being relentlessly positive <laughs> yes a positive mindset allows you to realize that that yes there will be hard times like you said like you just you just said it's like when you do have those down days what the positive mindset does is allows you to realize that you're it's not just an endless ocean of negative horribleness yeah that you you're going to get to the other side it's just like a wave yeah and that once that wave passes you're going to be standing on dry land again you're going to be feeling a bit better about things yes um so i think that's what cultivating positive and positivity is really about yes yes and also very similar to um, another um, topic that we discussed early on in the podcast, I think series one even. Yeah. Um, Although we have brought it up on various occasions because I just love have. it as a concept. It's, a, it's just <laughs> it's mind blowing to me as a concept. Yeah. I was, I learned about this concept and then I was just like, my world has changed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> every time I can relate it to somebody or some situation, I'm like, yes, get in yes. there. Um, and that's this idea of Negredo, um, which came about through, um, well, I don't quite, I can't explain it very well, but alchemists had a process um, that they described and the beginning of that process was called Negredo. Mm -hmm. And obviously we think of alchemist as being very much to do with, um, well, turning base metal into gold yeah. is the famous thing. Yeah. So talking about like material objects. Alchemy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, I believe it was Jung who came along and um, ha had the theory that they were actually talking about a much more spiritual process. Yeah. And so to do with the individual, yes, to do with individual process, um, and Negredo, which refers to a blackening stage, um, a degrading stage of decomposition and blackness, yeah, and darkness. And I think maybe we can all relate to these words right now, <laughs> yeah. particularly. Um, actually, if you're following the process that um, the alchemist has set out, this blackening stage was right before the following stage, which was, I think, well, the whitening stage. Yeah, or like the quickening. 
Mm. She says really, really quietly. Um. Anyway, whatever Basically, it was, yeah, we have been told about Negredi, and we do not know the entire cycle or really anything else around the the Negredi because Negredi was just one stage of like the cycle. We are very much familiar with the idea of Negredo and not very familiar with the rest of the cycle. Anyway, the next cycle is growth. So from this decomposition and degrading process that you've been going through, the next stage is growth. I think that's the thing to hold on to. And that is why alchemists got so excited when they found themselves in the blackening stage. So when they realised alchemists got these signs and symptoms that they were in the blackening stage it was kind of like this moment of excitement yeah we're about to go into the growth we're about to experience change and yeah um rebirth yeah and that's i've really held on to that idea because it is so helpful when you are just feeling in the depths of despair Mm. um to know that in a way you are going through a process for a reason. I think that's yes. one of the things. Like it's for a reason. And you don't know maybe what that reason is, but it just gives a sense of purpose to why you're in this moment. Yeah. Yes, exactly. But with all that said and done, can positivity really make a difference at a time like this? <sighs> well, maybe not in actual <laughs> you know, world terms. It can't in actual terms. I think what it can what it does do is that our situation personal situation won't magically change overnight once we start thinking positively but our perspective on our situation will yay (laughs) (laughs) um and however kind of inconsequential that may sound i think it does actually really make a massive difference yeah um, yes just knowing yeah, that. yeah imagine waking up and thinking I don't have a plan for my life and thinking god that's absolutely terrible <laughs> I don't have a plan for my mm-hmm. life and then imagine waking up and having the same thought I don't have a plan for my life and going wow I don't have a plan for my life that means anything can happen yeah um those just imagine and like which one would you rather be thinking yeah. and that is kind of positivity working yes it's allowing you to be in the same situation you were yesterday, but to view it in a positive way. Yes. Um, so, obviously, when we're talking about positivity, when we were talking about positivity, um, we, were, we were referring to failure. That's what this podcast is about. Um, and so, I think working towards seeing those the opportunities that are present in that bleakness Mm-hmm. Um, whether and and whether that is the bleakness of failure or the bleakness of a pandemic, yeah, that's going to really help us. Yes, definitely. And actually, talking about the pandemic, in a way, it is almost like the world as a whole is going through that negredo stage. Yeah, that breakdown stage. I mean, I really, really hope that we are going through that. Like, the idea that maybe we're not is kind of terrifying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I really hope, I just 
please may this be the breakdown stage yeah. that is leading to rebirth and new growth and something different. Please. Yes. But maybe that's something that we can hold on to at least yes. in the present yeah, moment. Exactly. Is that if we are going through as a, as a world, as a society, going through this blackening, negredo, decaying stage, then that means that there is something that is going to shift and change and we're going to get growth from this. Yes. Um, and rebirth and transformation, all these good words. All these good words. It could be exciting. (laughs) Anything that you can hold on to. Um, So, yeah, so maybe we should be feeling a bit more excited about how things are going and be like, guys, this is great. Yes, and that's how positivity can help us. Yeah. We've personally also been quite surprised at how well gratitude has been helping us in kind of the same kind of subversive like unconscious way that positivity does yeah um because i think gratitude you hear the word gratitude and just like we said about positivity sometimes you're just like i just do not have anything to be grateful (laughs) for seriously it can be really hard when you i mean particularly when you are going through a really bleak stage yeah you're just like there is nothing to be grateful for thank you very much yeah it's like go away yeah with your gratitude your journal stupid gratitude mm. uh, and making me write down three things i have been grateful for every single yes. day i mean when i did do a gratitude journal which i did manage to keep up for about a year yeah there were some nights when i was sitting there going you know i'm just thinking of something now because you're making me yeah <laughs> Yeah, universe, universe, or whoever is making me do this stupid gratitude <laughs> yeah. channel. It's funny, isn't me? Yeah, <laughs> I certainly have nothing to do with the situation yeah. I found myself in, <laughs> and I'm just gonna write three stupid things down, which I'm not even that grateful for. Okay, okay. Where I've really become conscious of gratitude being helpful to me mm. is in finding my own way. Of being grateful. So instead yeah. of kind of following the trends of doing a gratitude journal or we even, and this could well be another <laughs> fail that we, we need to talk about, is the fact that we started a visual gratitude journal on Instagram. On um, our good fail Instagram yes, account. And we bought ourselves an Instax camera and we were like, we are just going to take... Every day we're going to take a picture of something that we're grateful for on the instant camera and then we're going to have a visual record and we're going to put it up on Instagram and over 365 days we're going to record with all this amazing stuff that we're grateful for. Yeah, and it's going to be so much better than writing a journal because we're visual people, you know what, yeah. artists. <laughs> this is definitely going to be easier than having to think of three stupid things for a journal. <laughs> yeah. And literally, one, we sometimes forgot to do it. Mm-hmm. B, we would think we would go oh yeah, we've got to do that today. And we'd sit there going, what are we grateful for? Oh my God, I don't know. Uh, well, I'm grateful for this, but I don't really know how we'll photograph that. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. so maybe we shouldn't be grateful for that. Yeah. Okay. Inevitably, Basically, it was like, can we just be grateful for a cup of tea again? Yeah, exactly. For like the fifth day in a row. <laughs> yeah. And then we try and take the picture. So this is the other thing that then kind of fit. We're just going into another, this is what we felt at. Um, <laughs> We're not going to say this for another episode, guys. Yeah. It's coming out now. It's coming out now. <laughs> We've unleashed the tide. A lot of repressed feelings <laughs> <Yes>. here. <laughs> um, we took the photo, and then the photo would come out black, or it would come out completely overexposed. And my perfectionist nature did not like the fact that I could not get a good photo of a cup of tea with an instant camera. 
Yes, and we're still exploring the idea that maybe there's something <laughs> wrong with our camera. We still have not given up on the idea that we can take good photos with an Instax camera. <laughs> but maybe there's something wrong with the camera. Maybe we there's something have. Really wrong yeah. <laughs> Whatever uh, it is, yeah. doing the gratitude journal in a visual way <laughs> did not work Did either. not happen for us. Um, and so once again, I was feeling like, I just need to give up on this gratitude thing. Mm-hmm. It clearly does not work like everybody says it will. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but we kind of both had this breakthrough moment with the gratitude, which we have discussed on this. So maybe I, on this podcast, so maybe I won't go into like as much detail detail. as we just went into the camera. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That was a moment. (laughs) That was a moment, guys. Um, But um, what we found, basically, I won't go into the reasons why, but what we found worked best for us and really had dramatic, Mm. made dramatic difference to just our mindset was instead of waiting, like saving up till the end of the day or, you know, the morning or whenever you'd write your journal or kind of going around your whole day looking for something to photograph yeah um instead what we found was really helpful for us was literally for like for me what I did and I I think I've done this like a handful of times but every time it's like really made a massive shift in me Mm. is literally I spend 15 minutes or however long it takes just so that like 15 minutes in the morning being just grateful for anything just being kind of like conscious of being grateful and then internally being like oh I'm so grateful for this I don't know the fact that the sky is there's a bit of blue in the sky and it's not completely overcast oh you know thank you to this tree that I've just walked past, which has got beautiful green leaves on it. Um, And it's, you know, it's spring and the leaves have just come out and look how fresh and lovely the the leaves look. Um, Yeah. Oh, I'm so grateful. I'm talking about my walk to work. (laughs) (laughs) You're wondering why the Bible, like outdoor imagery, (laughs) nature imagery is coming from. Um, you know, oh, I'm so grateful that there's a a bit of breeze on my face or, you know, Mm. just like, and then it's literally get to work and then it's like, you just get on with your day. I don't really think, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't then particularly thought about gratitude for the rest of the day, but I've just been in a good mindset for the rest of the day because I've spent those 15 minutes Mm. at the beginning of the day just being grateful for things as you know these little small things that you're just kind of become conscious of because you're consciously thinking of gratitude yeah and for me the way it worked was um when I did it for one day Mm -hmm. (laughs) um it really it made me more present to things that I did feel grateful for in the moment yeah so um I started off my day and I was grateful for a particular thing and I really made sure that I felt like really felt it and like Mm. felt how that felt and then later on in the day I noticed something else that I felt really grateful for so then I really felt that one as well and it was a bit like this idea of um I've come across when I was at university called a color walk where 
you're out walking and you choose a particular colour that you're going to notice and you keep that in your mind's eye and then it just pops out of you, mm. whatever colour it is you've chosen yeah. to keep in your mind's eye. If you walk with your a wider vision rather than like just looking at the ground or something, mm. those colours will like start pinging out at you in different places. And I think it's the same with the gratitude or can be how it works for how, us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is that um, if it's just for the 15 minutes that you're doing yeah. it or, you know, you keep it in your mind for the whole day, whatever's easy for you, those moments might come at you and it allows you to be more present in a way that I didn't feel for me um, writing it down at a specific time of the day yeah. and trying to be grateful in hindsight really worked for me. Yeah, so basically all to say that... Um, <laughs> yeah, we said you, we weren't going to go into yeah, that. Yeah, I know. That is us. Um, guys, you just need to, every time you hear, let's be brief about this, you need to think, oh, we're going to be here for a while. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so this is all to say, I think, is that we feel that gratitude is important to doing the good fail. Yes. Um, it does have benefit and that, because we have personally felt that we have not um, benefited from the kind of the trendy ways to be grateful. Um, not trying to say that in a kind of like, <laughs> there was definitely judgment in that. Judgment, I know. And I wasn't trying to be judgy. Um, because basically what I'm saying is because I have found it difficult to do it that way, I have found my own way of doing it. And so what I'm trying to pass on to our lovely listeners is that I think persevere with it if you have found like us that it hasn't worked for you yeah in other find, ways yeah find your own way of doing it your own way of being grateful and then that that is the good the good way of doing it you don't yeah. have to feel like you have to follow um the way that everyone else is doing it yes which is a perfect metaphor for just the whole of the good fail it is <laughs> What a perfect way to end. A perfect way to end and lead us into what can we conclude from everything that we've been talking about in this episode. Um, Okay, a lot to sum up with. Um, I'm not even going to try and say we're going to do this in a short, concise way. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) or actually, let's not even pretend that we haven't got this written out because, you know, we didn't really know how we were going to conclude all of this. Yeah, and literally, if we had left it to just free form, (laughs) we could be here for several hours. Yes, if not days. Um, We would not talk to you in this way. (laughs) Okay, so one of the things we found hardest about doing the good fail... Uh, apart from all the other things we just talked about, is, um, and and actually not just doing the good fail, I think during this time of pandemic, yes, or continuing pandemic, is adjusting our expectations. Uh-huh. That's a really big one for me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and for me. And for me, yeah. Okay. I said and for me again. And for me. And for me. Okay. Um, yes. For uh, us. I have a confused identity at times. Um, yes. For, for both of us. Expectations are a really big one. Yeah. Um, that we struggle with. <clears throat> we have a vision. And we want it to happen like it does in the vision. Mm-hmm. And any deviation from that in the slightest is absolutely devastating 
And there is a lot of deviation, particularly mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. But, you know, instead of beating ourselves up, tearing our hair out, totally giving up on mm-hmm. life, if we can find the space to be present to our pain and to our triumphs... Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of it. Yeah. And try and understand where it's coming from within mm-hmm. us. You know, if we can practice a big bit of kindness and generosity, which also came up in our gratitude episode, just yeah. slip it in there, yeah. <laughs> to ourselves, forgiving ourselves for not being perfect and remembering that inevitably we'll find our way to the other side. Yes. Then we will definitely... be succeeding at doing the good fail during a worldwide pandemic. Yes! (laughs) Woohoo! That feels good. Yes, it does. I don't think if you can't feel good about managing to do that in a worldwide pandemic, what can you feel good about? Yeah. Okay, what's our recommendation for this week? Oh, it's a good one. I think it's one of our best. The Good Fail Podcast. Wow! <laughs> what is this amazing new podcast that you're telling me about? Okay, in all seriousness, <laughs> it is the Good Fail Podcast. It is. I know. We kind of put it down jokingly, and then we couldn't think of anything else, and then we seriously decided that it was going to be our <laughs> own podcast. Yes. We recommend that you go back and re-listen to every single episode <laughs> yes. from the beginning. Um if you feel that way inclined. Actually, what we're kind of really recommending is, apart from the episodes themselves, is to check out our website where we put up our show notes for every single episode. And if you click on the show notes, you will have a clickable link to mm-hmm. um, all our recommendations. Yes. From the first series. Yes. It does mean that you you know you have to click on each of the individual show notes and that will come up with that recommendation yeah and Mm. can we just say that if you do want to become a patron Mm. and go to um and get lots of exciting behind the scenes stuff and exclusive peaks and um yeah lots of nice things uh one of the things you also get is from our lowest tier from yeah from tenacious tom kitten club and above yeah is a monthly newsletter which we send out which has all our most recent recommendations sent to your inbox in that newsletter yes so So you don't have to do the clicky clicky you don't have to do the website find the episode click on the show note episode click on the show note episode click on the show note link then click on the link to in the show notes. In the show notes. Like um, <laughs> having said that, we do recommend that you do that if you yeah, don't so want to become a patron. This is a perfect alternative. <laughs> um, is to go check out our website. Um, so there's a lot there. A lot going on. A lot of recommendations in that one. Yes, for sure. And, you know, the other thing we recommend is that you... <laughs> you go and give us a raving review on whatever app you're using to listen to your podcast we haven't there are a few things that we haven't said this entire series one of them is it's really really helpful for us if you like the show in any way 
um, to go and rate and review us on your podcasting. Yes. Preferred podcasting app. Because it does make a difference. It does help us to build up a reputation. It does help us to be seen um, and to kind of climb further up the platforms. Yes. I mean, one of the things we would love is if our podcast was, you know, on the homepage. Yeah, that's just recommended for you. Yeah, this is just like a small goal that we have. That only (laughs) happens if we get lots of good reviews. Yeah. So, um, I know, I know that I never, ever write (laughs) (laughs) reviews or rate things. Um, if you want to make it the first time that you ever do that, we would love it for you, love for you to do that for our podcast. (laughs) And the other thing that we always say, uh, or we have always said, and then we haven't said it this entire series, and I was a bit shocked to myself when I realised we hadn't, (laughs) was get in touch. Oh my God feels good that you've said it now. <laughs> yeah. I feel such a sense of relief. Um, we have a an Instagram account, which we try and be active on. Um, and we don't always succeed, but we do have an Instagram account uh, for The Good Fail. And we're on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And we would absolutely love it if you would get in contact with us on there, sharing your thoughts about failure, um, kind of getting involved in the conversation, uh, we really want this to be a conversation. And yes. um, so just put your thoughts out there to us and we can get the ball rolling on that. Yes. Start the conversation. Definitely. Um, well, that was a great recommendation. Yeah, <laughs> it was. What's coming up in our next episode? Well... This is actually the final episode of Series 3. It is. We don't have a launch date for Series 4 as of yet, but hopefully you won't have to wait long. No, and we do have plans for Series 4. Yeah. So we're not looking at a blank page going, what on earth are we doing Series 4? What are we doing? Uh, Maybe we just need to never talk about this again. (laughs) Yeah. We do have a plan. So Series 4 is coming we just don't have a launch date. Um, all we do know is that it won't be as long between series three and four as it was between series two and three. Yes, for sure. <laughs> so bear that in mind. Keep your eyes and ears peeled for announcements for when series four will be launching. And in the meantime, go back and listen, you know, to all the other yep, episodes. And do our recommendations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, Thank you for listening and getting to the end of this episode. It's been a long yeah, end. it's a mammoth episode, but we had a lot to cover. Yeah. Um, I hope you have an amazing time um, listening back through our archives. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> and until we, uh, we meet again, or until we... <laughs> we'll meet again. Don't know when, don't know when. <clears throat> You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> just a little treat to leave. Um, until until then, take care, my lovely friend. Yes. And see you soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs> 
you enjoyed listening to the Good Fail podcast, then you can find us on these other platforms. Abra is on Instagram at Pretty Messy Official. And you can find Merle on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest at Merle Made Tales. And online at www.merlemadetales.com. Together, we can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Good Fail. And we're also on Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash The Good Fail. If The Good Fail speaks to your soul and you feel like you just get it, then why not consider joining our community over on Patreon, where you can get to know us more as creators and help us make more of these podcasts. Plus, find great extra content and possibly even get to listen to each new episode of The Good Fail a whole 48 hours before anyone else. Join us again on The Good Fail and thanks for listening.